0: Thank you Welcome to Too Old For This Podcast, Episode 3, Captain Marvel Spoiler Reviews. We are going to get deep into Captain Marvel and we are going to talk about everything, so spoiler alert. Also this week we've got a lot of news to get through. We're going to give a live reaction from Kevin to the new Game of Thrones Season 8 trailer. We're going to talk about first James Gunn's new horror what-if take on the Superman origin story many other things. So without further ado, on nerd and up nerd, let's start the show.
1: What's up, my brother?
0: What's up, Kevin? How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. No complaints. No complaints at all. So, you had a good week?
0: So, yeah, it was a busy week for for fandom news for sure, huh?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um here yeah. we are
0: episode 3. Episode 3. I can't believe it's only been 3 episodes. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Uh, and uh, just before we jump into this, I want to say a huge shout out to everyone that joined our Facebook, who liked our Facebook. Um, big, big shout out. We we went live this week. Was it Monday?
0: Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, like early, early Monday morning, like probably two a.m. Monday morning. Or yeah, Monday morning.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, go on.
0: We went we we went fully fully live with yeah. the platform. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Meaning. Meaning I, I published our Facebook page and uh, our, I started our Twitter account up. And, uh,
1: How's and the we, uh, Twitter account we, going? We by finally
0: that? let people hear it. Twitter account's okay. Uh, we got about 14 followers so far. It's, okay. been, a, it's been a week. Um, uh, we've been getting actually uh, some pretty good um, activity on there uh, as far as uh, getting a lot of likes and uh, retweets already. Okay, good. Uh, Excellent. Um, and it's been fun. It's been fun. So uh, if anybody is looking for us online, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash too old for this podcast. Spelled with the number two and the number four like a 90s rapper would do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and there on Twitter, know. and on Twitter, you can find us at twitter.com forward slash too old for this pod. Same thing with the number two and the number four like a 90s rapper would do it. Because after all, we both happen to be 90s
1: rappers. There we go. That's how we roll. So... Yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm loving the engagement. I'm loving, uh, that people are actually like, uh, like talking. <laughs> yeah, we got a, a little bit know, of conversation so. going already. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's good. It's
0: quite- I'm feeling energized. Yeah, for sure. Like it's been, it's, it was, it's great to like, um, have people actually listening to the show, talking about the show. I'm talking to, I'm talking to future guests already that we're going to line up for, for, uh, upcoming episodes. There you go. And, um, yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about uh, how things are going so far.
1: And we're also on iTunes. I got us up on iTunes. So uh, people can hear us up on iTunes as well.
0: That's right. And you can find the link to our iTunes uh, mm-hmm. on our on our Facebook page and on our Twitter.
1: Or just hop on uh, uh, the podcast the podcast app on your iPhone and put in tool for this uh podcast. Same thing. to spell with number the number two, two and the yeah, number, four. number four. uh just like you know, nineties rappers, as Jeremy said, and <laughs> there you go. That's where we are. So okay, so uh hit this hit this off. How do you want to start this?
0: Well, we're gonna do cap- our Captain Marvel reviews first, are okay.
1: we not? Yes, yes, we are.
0: We've both seen this movie in the last forty-eight hours. Yes. you saw it first. You, I believe, you were like one of the first people to see it.
1: Yeah, I saw it the uh, on Thursday night at seven o'clock, and yeah, um, yeah uh, right. all right.
0: So I'll let you begin then.
1: Okay, so right off the bat, I did like it. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's my favorite Marvel movie. That's that's for sure. It's definitely right. not my favorite Marvel movie, okay. but uh, I was. I was entertained. So I do have my, I do have some, some gripes with the film, but it's very minimum. So, okay. uh, I don't know. I, I, I liked how you just like kind of explained everything last time we did. Um, when we did a uh, Alita, so I don't know if you want to do the same sort of thing, like story wise. Go ahead, go
0: ahead, yeah, please.
1: No, so I'm, we... I'm saying uh, I like the way you did it. So if you want, oh, you it, want me to do it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're, you're you more detailed a, than I A story I am. of of,
0: of <laughs> Captain Marvel. What's the story of Captain yeah. Marvel?
1: My my story would be like, yeah, it's about this girl. Uh, she finds a cat, and then he she bumps into a black dude, and then uh, she saves the planet. That's basically my synopsis. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> oh, and she jumps back in time into the '90s where. Her, our favorite rappers lived, right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, no. I. It
0: takes place in our glory days, by the way, yes. right? Like
1: it's the era that she,
0: the era that she falls from the sky is the era that that you and I were like in our twenties and yeah. like the era that we met and we were first hanging out and and basically probably the best times of our lives uh, is where Captain Marvel fell into. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, 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 guys, guys our age or people our age, sorry, uh, probably are going to feel a little bit of affection for this movie. Just be- if you have an affection for the nineties, definitely. Nostalgic. In that way, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely just, nostalgic.
0: Like if you, if you miss just walking the aisles of a blockbuster or if you just have affectionate feelings for your memories of walking the aisles of a blockbuster, you're going to like this movie. And if you, if you liked, um, you know, uh, nineties, nineties rock, nineties, uh, yeah. indie rock, especially, especially girl bands, uh, in the nineties. Yes. Um,
1: there was a you, lot of girl. bands.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, and it's, it's great. Like I loved it all. Yeah. Um, honestly though, um, I feel like, uh, I see, I see kind of a weakness in there and I see what's bugging a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, what you're talking about. It. I'm supposed to talk talking about the story. Um, uh, without giving away like the, without talking about the plot of the movie, like beat for beat, because this movie is about her figuring out who she is. Yeah. Uh, um, so um well, this movie is it's about is about carol danvers okay she's a she's a, a human woman um she's an air force pilot she's a very strong woman mm-hmm. uh you know we see her uh throughout her entire life um uh facing challenges and, and facing setbacks constantly and,
1: and falling that's the constantly that's falling like the and theme, get, right?
0: constantly falling getting back up again yes. but consistently throughout the entire thing we see her um, you know, never really, never really, um, showing any weakness, you know, and a lot of people right. were criticizing, criticizing, um, her performance in this movie that she was too wooden or whatever, but, but, th- but that's, that's just her character in this case. Right. Like you, you see through her, her entire life. She is just that kind of person. And they're just telling her, just telling us that Carol Danvers is an extraordinarily strong person. Yeah. Uh, that is her character. Um, and, uh, she, uh, becomes an Air Force pilot, uh, in the 90s. Air, Air Force women weren't allowed to fly combat in the Air Force. So, um, in the she 90s? is. Yep, that's or oh. uh, maybe, maybe it was they, the eighties still that this part of the story, but um I don't, mean, I don't know.
1: Did they mention Yes they did?
0: They did. No, they mentioned it in the movie. Okay um, that's, why, that. that's why they were that's why they were test pilots.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Women weren't allowed to fly combat missions. So the only the only like dangerous, adventurous um, flying assignments they could get were in test piloting. Okay. Because women weren't allowed to fly combat missions. That was mentioned in the movie. Okay.
1: Um
0: know. so that's so there's a little there's a little feminism in there for you too. Yeah. Um and, and you know, for people who who are saying, oh, how is this even a feminist movie? Just because it's a woman. No, there is some there is some good uh some feminist uh, feminism sprinkled throughout this. And it's a good movie. But um damn, Carol Danvers story. I yeah. gotta learn how to stay on track, don't I? Um, oh, <laughs> uh, so, so um she's an Air Force pilot. <clears throat> she basically um gets involved in the there's there's some uh there's some alien stuff going on in the Air Force. There mm-hmm. there's uh there are some uh some aliens uh, who have infiltrated the US government in certain areas and um, she ends up, uh, you know on a test pilot mission testing out some technology of alien origin um, gets attacked. Uh, because because other aliens want this technology um, and ends up uh, destroying this, uh, this 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 it 's a warp drive it 's a it 's a light speed drive right. she ends up destroying it to keep the bad guys from getting it and when she destroys it, she uh, it. her body absorbs the energy mm-hmm. and and gives her superpowers now this energy that she gets is uh, super powerful because Uh, This warp drive happens to be powered by the Tesseract, which we know is the Space Stone, uh, an Infinity Stone. So Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel's powers come directly from the Space Stone, an Infinity Gem. So um, when they say Captain Marvel is probably the most powerful hero in the Marvel Universe thus far, um, that is the explanation. The origin of her power is an Infinity Stone. Yeah. uh, I have a little bit of a criticism of that because if that's the case, then why is Vision so goddamn weak? Why isn't Why isn't Vision equally as powerful as her? Because Vision is an Infinity Stone brought to life. This is true. But um, anyway, I'm not talking about criticisms right <laughs> now. <we're talking> <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, okay. So then okay, so then she's uh she's in this explosion she's knocked out i'm by by the way, I'm giving away like spoiler alert majorly. I'm giving away stuff that is revealed in the movie throughout the movie, and that's kind of the point of this movie is she she's lost her memory and she's getting it back throughout this whole movie, figuring out who she is, mm-hmm. so I am seriously spoiling this movie right now yeah, so if you, if that's gonna bother you, then probably stop listening.
1: Hit hey, pause, um, come back till after you watch it
0: okay but um <laughs> so. <laughs> So after she um, destroys this uh, light speed drive uh, to keep um, the aliens, who she doesn't know at this point, from from taking it, mm-hmm. uh, it knocks her unconscious, and the aliens take her, because they, they see that she has absorbed the power, um, and they're interested in her. They think that might be useful in some way. They don't want to leave her. Right. Uh, um, so it turns out being the Kree, and um, the Kree are you know at first present themselves to be this galactic space force of police like heroes mm. almost like almost like green lantern corps um,
1: it's funny you should say that cuz that's exactly what I was thinking while I was watching this film the yeah. um very very similar to um to green lantern not as right. shitty obviously <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but yeah no it's funny you should say that but anyways go on
0: right so when we start this movie, Carol Danvers doesn't even know her name is Carol Danvers. She's mm-hmm. just a Cree soldier. She's she's a member of the Cree Star Force, who yeah. are these space police who are much like the Green Lantern Corpse, who are who are supposedly um, ridding or protecting the galaxy from um, the evil aliens who, you know, were told the evil, evil aliens. Yes. <laughs> the scroll. Yeah. um so the kree uh are are you know searching the galaxy for these evil scrolls and um you know g- getting rid of them mm-hmm. and w- when we start the movie that's what that's who that's who captain marvel is she she goes by the name Vers, Yeah uh and she is a member of the star force and she um uh doesn't remember her past. All okay. she knows is all she knows is she only remembers the last few years when Starforce found her and began her training and she joined them.
1: But, but she, she doesn't keep, know she's, she's from Earth or anything. She keeps having dreams. Uh just so wanna throw that in there. She has um, dreams and flashbacks, and yes. Drew Law's character is like, Oh, you weren't dreaming again. Because obviously he knows she's remembering her past obviously right right there's a little bit of total (laughs) recall
0: kind of stuff going on here where like jude law is obviously like her watcher among the cree and he's kind of keeping an eye on her worried if she's going to get her memory back or not because he's asking her about it all the time like Mm -hmm. what, what what the contents of her dreams are what the contents of her memories are um and that's all pretty cool and this movie is basically um, Captain Marvel's journey of of regaining her memories and finding out, uh, you know that um, it turns out the Kree aren't who they claim to be. It turns out the Skrulls aren't who the Kree claim them to be. Right. Um, and um, uh. During the during the film, uh, uh, Captain Marvel Carol Danvers discovers who she is, reconnects with her with her friends from home, yep. reconnects with her, you know, her anchors uh, to her life on Earth, and chooses her loyalty. Uh, she switches uh, loyalty back to Earth and and uh, decides that she sees the Kree for what they are, which is not not good at all. Yeah. Um,
1: and she befriends the Skrulls,
0: right? As we right. Yeah. Okay. Right, um, and um, she kind of takes off at the end of the movie because she feels like uh, the Kree scroll conflict is so immoral and so awful that it has to be stopped, and she's going to use her power to stop it. Yeah. So that is that is the explanation that we get for her not being in the MCU up until this point. She's off somewhere else, off in the galaxy, trying to end this pre scroll war mm-hmm. basically say save the scrolls from being um basically saving them from genocide at the hands of this at, of the Cree. right um so i don't know um carol danvers uh the the human side of her character uh i get like i said she's very strong she's very determined yep. um she never shows like much weakness ever never shows much softness ever she has a sense of humor though she has fun yep. um uh, and um doesn't seem to have much much of a family just has a really strong connection with a best friend and the best friend's daughter mm-hmm. which access her, which access her surrogate family
1: yeah so can we jump into um um what's the word i'm looking for just like can we just jump into like uh like spoilers of the film so um that was like the synopsis of the film but um i just want to jump into like first of all right off the top of as soon as the movie starts the stan lee um tribute yeah so what did you think of that
0: uh it was great it was yeah. great um it, it wasn't anything too huge uh, no. honestly I, I, at the end of it i was like i wonder if that's it because i heard that i you know i heard a lot of people talking about it but basically they took the opening the opening uh graphic where they show you the marvel films logo
1: yeah and they
0: his... and they filled the like the, the 3d lettering of of the word marvel with all of (laughs) stan lee's cameos Cameos, from from all of the films so you you quickly run through a quick shot after shot after shot of of stan lee in every marvel film at the beginning of the
1: film every single one i I don't know i don't know know exactly i don't know (laughs) exactly
0: but yeah um, it could have been it could have been um it goes by pretty
1: quick but uh and then
0: and then it just says thank you it said then you know it it reverts into the marvel films logo and then it just says thank you thank you stan um it was nice um
1: so uh in my theater um as soon as as soon as it said thank you stan i did a little golf clap and then everyone started clapping in the theater Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so I started to clap that didn't um,
0: happen in mind, but that's that's nice that yeah. I, I,
1: I would appreciate that yeah. uh,
0: I was I was in a very small theater um, mm-hmm. There was probably probably like 30 40 people in my theater because mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those big recliner theaters um,
1: How many uh, how many seats does that one have you think? quiet
0: audience? Um, you know what? I don't know. I should count uh, so, but it's only it's only six rows
1: Okay, so the theater that I was in um I believe it houses fifty or to sixty rows. fifty to sixty people, so right. the theater I was in it was pretty much full except for like the front row and like a couple of like um seats throughout the theater, so it was almost a sold out show. It was pretty close. Right. So, well, we
0: know we know this movie did very well at the box office. It's already uh, 455 million is the total global launch. Oh, crazy for this for this thing, and it's not even the end of the first weekend. It's uh, 153 million so far, uh, US debut, um, which is right on target or maybe like a slightly above target. Right. Um, but uh, this movie is not going to be hurting for cash. It's going to no. be a powerhouse powerhouse money maker. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm I'm sorry to all of the uh, the uh, the anti I don't know what what to call them the anti feminists the hard right <laughs> wingers yeah the, the, the ones who just hated this movie because it had a female lead yeah. um uh I, you know what i saw people online saying oh no this is gonna do to mcu what the last jedi did to star wars and i was like i was like I was like, what do you mean? It's going to make them a ton of money and millions of people are going to love it? Is that what you mean? <laughs>
1: exactly. But
0: but no, what he meant was, oh, no, some of the audience is going to have to live with they don't love everything now. Like, some of the audience is going to have to just live with the fact that the movie that they wanted to fail didn't fail. Yeah. And oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah. Get yeah. over yourselves. It's yeah. a good movie. It's, it's better than – it's better. It's, in my opinion, it's better than – it's like top – top 25% uh, of yeah for yeah. me yeah I, can see um, I i and for me the one that it reminded me of the most and i haven't heard anybody say this so it's just one of my weird jar things uh, but it reminded me of the first thor movie yeah. in that in that uh, basically the 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 plot of the movie you know we start with a with a fully powered not fully but almost fully powered uh carol danvers or keers at the beginning mm. of this movie anyway she comes in powered you know she's already kind of a superhero at the beginning of this movie. And then she has a quest she has to, um, you know, fulfill in order to get fully powered instead of, you know, in Thor, it was, he gets his, his hammer taken away and he has to earn it back. Right. In in Captain Marvel, uh, instead of earning her hammer back, she's, you know, learning who she is. She's getting her memories back. She's getting herself back. um, it, it, it her character arc in this and the way this story was told just really reminded me of of the first Thor movie, which I love. Mm-hmm. First of all, like Thor's are my my favorite um, MCU films. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Uh, you you didn't really give your review yet, so why don't we? Yeah. Why don't okay. You? <laughs> okay. So.
1: <laughs> okay. So as I said right at the top is um, I I I did like it. I definitely I was I was entertained. Um, yeah. There was a few parts in the film which I thought were like, like you were saying. Um, you said that people were criticizing like her acting. Uh, there were a couple of scenes where I kind of felt she, like, she, her lines were very wooden. Um, okay. The do way you remember, she was delivering. Do you remember specifically. Um, it was some of the interactions with uh with Samuel Jackson. I I'm drawing a blank on the lines, yeah. or whatever. But yeah. it was like some of those interactions, and I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like it wasn't yeah. like it didn't. Some of the jokes fell flat. Yeah. Um. I'm. Again, I, I I actually wanted to go see it again this afternoon, but I didn't end up doing it just so I could remember like certain things. Yeah. But anyways. Um. Yeah. But there was a couple parts where it felt like her acting was a little wooden, and I I kind of contribute that to direction opposed yeah. to um opposed to her acting. Yeah. But um. But yeah. Again, it's I had no problems with like the majority of the film it was just a couple of lines here and there. Um the uh one the other thing I wanted to really talk about was the Stan Lee um cameo um, right. which I thought was freaking brilliant. Um do you want me to talk about that? Yeah, please. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so uh there's a part where she's chasing one of the uh, scrolls and um he jumps onto a train. So anyways, um it's in the trailer where she she punches the old lady. Um, that's the train that that, that um uh, that I'm referring to. So anyways, when she's on the train, she's walking down the middle and she passes a nineteen ninety-five Stan Lee reading um that's... the Marats uh script, which I yeah. thought was fucking brilliant. And I yep. like in my like I did another little golf clap to myself when I saw that and he's like repeating yep. a line. Um I forget the line though. Some like stand tall, true believer or something. I can't remember the exact line, but that
0: imagine how Kevin Smith feels. Well, it's funny because
1: all I could think about while I was watching that was the huge smile on Kevin Smith's face that he must have had seen that it,
0: it was funny because kevin smith posted posted a photo of himself yep, like he was coming a out of the blubbering movie.
1: fool <laughs> right like, I, like
0: uh you know my buddy steve uh who writes for uh the yeah, he sent okay. me that he sent me that photo yeah like as soon as as soon as kevin smith posted it he sent it to me and he's like this guy's so fucked
1: <laughs> oh geez. i, I thought like, i thought that was I'll great. Like,
0: I'm like, yeah, but um, man, to see, you know, Stanley's gone now. First yeah. of all, right? Yeah. Uh, and Kev, Kevin Smith must when he whenever he watches these big superhero movies yeah. that, and he's a he's a big Hollywood director, and like he has he has he hasn't gotten to make one, you know. It, it must like there must be some like deep personal like like longing in his heart, right? Mm-hmm. To like be to like be a member of that club and and be so close be so close to it and that's not quite that's not quite be there he has um,
1: directed some dc stuff right supergirl um, Yeah, the tv stuff Green yeah, Arrow, yeah. i believe the other one was
0: and it's all great all great yeah i think
1: um, so I just want to read. I actually have that
0: the, moment of seeing of seeing that rats logo. Yeah, no, absolutely in, in Stanley's hand. Yeah, in this um, in this wonderful Marvel MCU film. Yeah, uh, I, I of course he's breaking down crying. Yeah. after that, like, oh, like
1: God. So I just want to read real quick because I actually have the uh, the the co- the um, quote from Kevin Smith. So just saw at Captain Marvel official. I'm a blubbering mess. After a lifetime spent referring, referencing the movies, the movies just referenced me, which I thought yeah. was great. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, Good for Kev. Good for yeah, Kev. absolutely. But yeah, like I said, when I was watching that, all I could think about is just like Kevin Smith and the big smile he must have had on his face. Mind you, it was a big teary smile, apparently, but still, yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought it was great. So, anyways, yeah. So, um, I thought that was a great scene. Um, that guy <laughs> cries
0: every time the wind blows, though. So, this is true.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, let's let's uh, flash back a little bit just before that happens. Um, we run into a young Samuel Jackson, a young uh, younger, sorry, Nick Nick Fury, yep. and um, and a young Agent Coulson, which uh, yep. which was a nice little surprise. I wasn't yep. sure if they're going to throw him in there um how did you uh how did you feel about that uh little little cameo and the de-aging look of, um
0: uh, i felt like i felt like we already knew colson was going to be in there i wasn't a yeah. surprise to me I, I think he was maybe in the trailer but um i
1: don't uh, him in the trailer to tell you the truth i so. saw a
0: lot of people i saw a lot of people talking about how the de-aging kind of disappeared for them uh as the movie went on yeah and um the I thought they didn't go far enough. Like the the de-aging never appeared for me. Like like I I believed it from the first moment and I I never saw it break. Like I never saw a flaw. I never saw a flaw in it. It was perfect. It was perfect. Like it's scary almost to me what we can do now on the screen. It's like it was absolutely perfect. I I never for a moment – I mean, I was actually thinking about it the whole time only Mm -hmm. because I had, I had come like looking for it and I was, and I I was thinking about how Samuel Jackson is 70 years old. Right. Like, and I'm, so I'm like, Okay, like he looks like he's like back in his forties, but like he can't move like he's back in his forties, right? So, um, I was constantly like watching for that. So it was on my mind, but not Mm -hmm. like visually. Visually, if I didn't know, if I wasn't coming like prepared to look for that, there's no way I would have noticed it. No
1: way. And and you know what I compare that to? And um, still, it's the one scene that to this day still blows my mind. Um, Civil War. The scene at the very beginning when uh robert downey jr is like having that lecture yeah. and he like, yeah and he like basically walks forward whatever and it's like basically a younger version of him from like yep um like weird science or something you know and he's, I mean? and he's
0: wearing this he's wearing the santa hat and yeah mm. i've I, yeah
1: yeah that it just reminds me of that and how well that looked and i, th- I, th- I think
0: it was better than that i thought it was better than, like i I remember yeah, that yeah, scene no, really. and i remember how impressed i was but even then i thought rubber dunney jr's face in that scene looked a little fuzzy like yeah, a little okay. bit a little bit imperfect right and there was there was never a second never a second of that in captain marvel
1: yeah, no i agree i agree i thought it looked amazing so yeah um that i thought that was great um there was something else I was going to bring up and I'm trying to... Oh, goose <laughs> goose. goose. Right, so, right, right. uh, what'd you think of, uh, of, uh, goose
0: <laughs> goose? The cat was a fun little addition to this movie. Yep. Uh, um, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I'm neither here nor there on it. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with it.
1: Okay. Uh, I feel like Goose <laughs> stole the third act. I yep. really did. And, yep. um, yeah, that whole scene when, uh, when um I don't know, uh was it the uh I wanna say it was the Cree, if I remember correctly, I'm trying to blank now. Um talking- Yeah, I believe it was the Cree on the on the ship, whatever. And then he just like um the tentacles comes out of his like his mouth, right. whatever. Right. right I, I right, thought right, that right. was yeah, I thought that was great.
0: It looked yeah, a little. It
1: looked, it looked a little cheesy. It's a men. In,
0: yeah. It's a Men in Black joke.
1: It was a very Men in Black. Uh, thing, it's a yes. Men in Black
0: joke, right? Yeah. Which I, which I hated that we did in, um, in Star Wars in the Force Awakens. We did that same Men in Black joke with, uh, you know, those creatures on Han Solo's ship in the beginning of the movie that I'm trying to block out of my memory because I hate it so much. Oh,
1: yeah, Okay.
0: <laughs> um, I felt like that was a big Men in Black joke. That whole scene, okay. um, with those with those creatures on that ship, yeah. but then. The, in in this movie, I liked it. It worked. It was a nice. They didn't use it too much. I think I think maybe just one time they mm-hmm. they showed they showed the and we're giving a huge spoiler here. The mm-hmm. cat the cat is not a cat. The cat is an alien.
1: The cat is but, actually an um, <laughs> alien. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, there was a word uh, for it. Felusion. Something like that. It? Yeah, that sounds about right. Um,
0: it, it's it's funny because um, Samuel Jackson is an, immediately in love with his cat, yeah.
1: and Ben and Mendelsohn is all of the of
0: aliens. <laughs> all of the aliens are immediately afraid of it yeah. because they recognize it as what what it is, and Samuel Jackson just thinks it's a cat. Yeah, uh, it's and, it's a funny. It's a funny little gag.
1: And speaking of Ben uh, uh I thought he was great too.
0: Oh, for sure, Ben yeah. A lot of people are saying that 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 he he really kind of enjoyed playing this character. He had fun playing this character. This, this it's a fun character, even though it's a dark character yeah. uh, with a lot of dark stuff going on. Um, it's still you still end up really liking this guy, and yeah. uh, it's all Ben. It's all Ben.
1: Yeah. No, I thought he did a great job, yeah. um, and even even watching like him as a scroll. I could you can see like Ben Mandelson's face, yeah, yeah, uh, which I thought was really cool too. I he, was fu- uh, he was
0: funny through all that makeup,
1: yeah, yeah, no, it was really good, it was really good i I really enjoyed it, I really enjoyed his uh thing, okay, so overall, uh what would you give this uh give this flick
0: um no, you first you're giving your Me review. first,
1: okay, um okay, so for me, um, I'm just trying to think if there's any other points that I wanted to bring up before I did that. Um, I brought up the uh, Agent Coulson thing, uh, Stanley. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. Let's jump into uh, the the post credit scene. Actually, okay. Before I give my, give my review, yeah, that's okay. cool. So, uh, what would okay. you think of the uh, post credit scene? So fantastic. Yeah. Well, so we flashed the,
0: the mid the mid credit scene. Wow. Sorry. Wow.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, mid credit. Sorry. Because
0: there are there are two there are two scenes at the end of this movie. There's yes. One mid credit scene and one one at the very end. Yeah. Uh, and the mid credit scene is you know it's worth going to see the movie for
1: yeah no, i uh, thought that it, was a great scene
0: yeah it is um it's a scene that looks like it's it's taken uh directly from avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. um hopefully from the beginning of avengers Endgame and not the middle somewhere
1: yes
0: uh, but it's the scene where where captain marvel uh arrives yes. uh in a, uh to the avengers And um, it is a really, really fun scene. It's a really cool scene. And um, after just sitting through Captain Marvel, uh, having this scene, like, you jump to the beginning or to the end of Infinity War, I guess. Um, And the Avengers have uh, Nick Fury's pager. Mm -hmm. and, And they're studying it and trying to figure out what it's doing, who it's calling. And then... Bam, Captain Marvel appears to them. It's, it's a really cool thing. It's a really cool thing.
1: And says, Where's Fury? Where's Fury? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And then the yeah. very uh the end credit scene is uh we see Fury's desk from the nineties and yeah. um suddenly the cat jumps up on top of it and starts coughing. Now um clearly she's gonna be coughing up a, a fur ball whatever. Um, but obviously you kind of knew the Tesseract (laughs) is coming, right? Cause she swallows it in that, in that scene in the, on the ship. So, uh, now she, she coughs it up and it's like a Tesseract Verbo. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So I thought, uh, I thought that was a really funny scene. Um, not necessarily worth sticking around for, but whatever it is, what it is. And I thought it was like a nice little, a cute little scene to throw in with Goose. Yeah. Um but yeah, overall I would give this film a 7 out of 10, I think. Yep, okay. So, okay. yeah, uh That's... definitely above average. Uh far from a perfect Marvel film. Uh-huh. Um to this day, uh I I I don't know if you'll 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 probably disagree with me on that cuz uh, I know you're saying you love the 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 Thor franchise. Yeah. But to this day I still feel that um uh Captain America is like probably the best um um solo films in this franchise and okay. Civil War to me is the best film wow. in the entire uh series. Wow. Okay. So yeah, Civil War is the one film that I've probably seen more than any of the other films.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, just throwing okay. that out there. Uh, Civil War, actually, one of my least favorite Marvel films. Oh wow, um, okay. I don't, I don't yeah, want to, I don't want to throw shade at you for no, that. No, uh, I absolutely love Civil War. Um, the f- first two Captain Americas, yeah. Second both, one, essentially.
1: Especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I really appreciated Captain America for its for its sense of style and sense of place, and and for its um, it's not being afraid to go there and take you out of like you know so many marvel films just feel like it's like uh, like cosplayers walking around the street in in new york city like it's like it doesn't feel like it it's taking you somewhere transporting you somewhere but uh captain marvel i'm sorry captain america films mm-hmm. um really don't shy away from from uh transporting you kind of like a like a tim burton movie almost yeah okay. um anyway so um so i'm going i'm going to talk about captain marvel now um right, go for it captain marvel uh i really liked it uh, i put it like i said in my in my top 25 percent of marvel films Mm -hmm. um it's um as far as uh first films um in a in like a solo series of films uh, for an individual character uh one of the better ones i think yeah Uh, i think i'd probably rather watch it again before i'd watch the first iron man again or okay um maybe even before captain America again. Um, right, okay. uh, I think maybe I'm partial to it because it is a space based story. So I, I really like the space opera element of it. Yeah. Um, it's also kind of why I'm, I'm partial to Thor, I guess there's a lot of space in Thor. so uh, guardians also, as well. Yeah. Oh, guardians is definitely one of my top. Yeah. Um, and it, it fits in that, in that, yeah, that cosmic Marvel universe, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I went into this really with my eye on Brie Larson and her performance because yeah. I, I heard so many people, so many people uh read i read the reviews and i saw them on youtube talking about how brie larson was wooden and they we we can't understand why brie larson is so wooden because she's such a great actress and the room the room was one of my favorite films of all time so we don't understand why brie larson would be so awful in this movie so i'm walking into this with that in my head and i'm just keeping an eye and i'm and i'm already saying to myself hold on a second here you know who's wooden chris evans (laughs) chris evans is wooden as fuck, oh, yeah. right? Like one note and wooden as fuck, but we accept that because we go, "Oh, that's just Captain America. That's right. just his character, right? right?" You know who else is fucking wooden as fuck? Who's that? Chris Chris Hemsworth right is wooden as fuck, yeah. right? And we just accept that. We go, "Oh, that's just Thor's character. He's just playing the character." Right. And nobody nobody ever says, "Oh, Chris Hemsworth is wooden." But uh, he's just fucking Thor and and that's what I suspected going into this movie and I was exactly fucking right Kevin yeah Brie Larson is not wooden. Brie Larson is playing a strong, solemn character, a character who does not show weakness and has learned that throughout her entire life. Yeah. And they they even bend over backwards in this film like I already said. They bend over backwards because they expect your criticism. Yeah. They expect you to say, "Wait a minute, how come she's not all like soft and girly? How come really? she's not how come she's not crying every time there's danger?" Like, "What what's So they show you Over and over again in her life, throughout her entire childhood, throughout her entire adolescence, throughout, they show you her getting knocked down, her stand like fucking Bruce Lee in a fight, fucking wiping the blood (laughs) off her face and fucking staring into the eyes of the enemy and moving. They show you that's who she is. I love that reference, by the way. (laughs) Right, thank you. So all um, all these all these fucking reviewers on their fucking YouTube channels yeah. and their fucking Facebook pages saying that I don't understand why Brie Larson, she's such a good, a- she's being a good fucking actress. She's yeah. playing her character, asshole.
1: <laughs> so like, just to clarify, when I, when I said that, uh, I found, I didn't find her. I, pre- I don't mean pre- you. I don't mean you. No, no, I'm just I clarifying. You
0: Your <laughs> comment was okay. Yeah. Your comment was okay. Yeah. No, there are, there are people out there just saying that she did a bad job in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And that's just not the case. They're just—they're not seeing that.
1: I did, I did that, think she I mean, did a great job. No, don't get me wrong. I did think. Spoiler, she did
0: a great job. spoiler alert for Marvel fans. But there is a ninety-nine percent chance that Captain America is not making it past avengers endgame and that the whole reason captain marvel is here is because she is going to be taking over his role in the avengers going for going forward she is captain america's replacement in the avengers and her character is very similar to his you don't see like how do they not
1: see that boom done that was a boom done
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna talk about about boom done by the way i've 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 got a new plan for Boom Die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, a no. Th- um, a new Boom Die. Yeah. Boom. Go ahead.
1: No, no, that's 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 a great, great, great point because uh, we we know that um, that Captain America, the last thing that he shot is Endgame. Um, he's hanging everybody, up the shield. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Every,
0: everybody so, expects that Captain America is going is going to die yeah. in Endgame. Yes. E- and and if somebody big needs to like we we need to retire somebody if, you know because we just killed everybody and we're bringing them all back so there's going to be zero stakes if we don't mm-hmm. you know if if there isn't some price to pay for bringing everybody back and you know a lot of the leaks that we've seen so far and, and, I, and I hope i'm not spoiling endgame for you now but spoiler alert just in case mm-hmm. a lot of the leaks that a lot of the leaks that we've seen so far have said that you know at the end of endgame uh, like, the plot of Endgame is going to be they make a, a second Infinity Gauntlet. They duplicate the stones by traveling through time and copying them. And then they make a new gauntlet. And then Captain America sacrifices himself because using the gauntlet kills him. But he uses the gauntlet to bring back everybody from the dead at the end of this movie. Right. Which, amazing ending for Captain America. Amazing, amazing deal. Um, but then when Captain America's gone you know, there's going to be a void here in the team. That's the whole point of captain Marvel.
1: Right.
0: And that's why her wooden strong character, if you're paying attention, if you're looking past the boobs and if you're just, if you're just comparing characters, if you're just comparing human beings, if you're just comparing character to character, you'll see she's a very similar character to captain America.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and that's in, with intention because she's about to step up and fill his role on the team.
1: Yep. I agree with um, yeah.
0: So no problem with Brie Larson's performance. In fact, there are a lot of scenes where she's having fun, laughing, dancing, yeah. Yeah. like, um, and being a total like like normal chill person, even more than that Chris Evans ever did in a Captain America movie. To be honest, now that I'm thinking about that, I'm even realizing that. Right. Um, so um, no, Brie Larson was great. Um, uh, we did mention the, the soundtrack earlier, and yes. I think, and I think. Uh, Another criticism I've heard is that, um, you know, like like people are obviously comparing this to Wonder Woman a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's Marvel's flagship female character, and it's the first one, kind of like Wonder Woman, right? And people are saying, well, she's not nearly as badass as Wonder Woman, and I and I think this is coming down to direction and music more than anything else, because I think if you take like a lot of her fight scenes where they have like some '90s song playing, Mm like. Um, like there's like one of the main, uh, fight scenes near the, vi- like near the end of the movie, they I'm play, just I'm, girl. I'm just a girl by no doubt over yeah. the scene. Yeah. And look, if that was wonder woman, it would have been that amazing wonder woman theme song with that driving guitar yes. that gets you psyched up every time it comes on. Like wonder woman is so badass. Like half, 50% because of her amazing badass theme song, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, also because of, you know, just great direction um, otherwise. But um, I I, I really felt like if you stripped I'm Just a Girl out of that. When I was watching the movie, I thought if if I close my my ears and take I'm Just a Girl out of this scene and replace it with Wonder Woman's theme, Mm. this, this scene is just as badass as any scene in Wonder Woman. It's not Brie Larson's fault.
1: So, are you saying that uh you didn't like I'm just a girl over top of that scene?
0: No, I did like it. I, it was still okay. a fun scene for me but but just but just from the but just from the point of view of um is this character a badass character like Wonder Woman or is it like fun and goofy um which is what people have been complaining about a little bit yeah okay. um it doesn't have the same gravitas as Wonder Woman right like you like you buy Wonder Woman as a tough warrior, but Bree Larson is just kind of this blank kind of you know again wooden kind of thing right okay um i i don't again i don't i don't think this is brie larson's fault i think this is due to decisions in directing yes yeah. uh I, i'm just a girl works over that scene because because it's because it's throughout the movie yeah. the the 90s soundtrack has been a kind of a character in the movie that kind of has come along with you um but uh if you if you took that out and you replaced it with like this this like r- uh really uplifting score or this really like a driving score like mm-hmm. wonder woman has mm-hmm. i think i think you'd take that criticism away from this film i think i think you i think you'd think she, brie larson was equally as badass as gal gadot is my point right there
1: okay um, i uh, yeah no i actually as soon as that first like guitar riff kicked in from that from the song i thought i thought that was great as soon as it kicked yeah. in, I was like, well, oh, "That's yeah. that's dope, <laughs> right?" Because yeah. obviously, I, I recognize the song. As soon as you know, in mean, I'm just a girl. You know, I thought that was yeah. No, I thought that was good. Um, again,
0: again, the '90s guy in me. The soundtrack yeah. kept the soundtrack kept making me go, "Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool." Right,
1: right. <laughs> So, um, yeah
0: no. and, and 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 you know Marvel often does this they opt for the fun choice over the like dramatic choice or the the heavy choice or, I don't even know what word I want to use for this but the the you know where where I'm looking for wagner uh, <laughs> or something like something that feels really serious something mm-hmm. that feels really dramatic they go for something light and fun um and, it's a simple choice that really changes the scene a lot. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, still great. Uh, still great either way. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. Okay. But, um, uh, what else did I want to say about this movie? Uh, another criticism that I heard going into this movie was that, um, there weren't a lot of great fight scenes, um, uh, past the first act. Like all the, there's a couple of really good fight scenes in the first act for sure. Um, and uh i think here i was talking about samuel jackson earlier and um the a, a, like a lot of the second and third act are focused on samuel jackson mm-hmm. and and the guy is an old guy yeah. like he's 70 like he's got a 40 year old face on digitally but he's still a 70 year old guy yeah. so he's moving he he's in a couple of fights and they're not fantastic fight scenes to watch right because because he's a 70 year old guy and yeah. i and I uh, and I think that's a choice that um, you're kind of stuck with um, yeah. un- unless you go with, like, a lot of stunt actors. But, um, I don't think Samuel Jackson will allow that. Uh, but he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I liked the, the buddy cop feel of the film.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, again, uh, I'm reminded of, like, Kat Dennings and Natalie Portman from Thor and how they're not in the MCU anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like never people's favorite kind of section of these films, um, the Earth sections, right? The Earthbound sections where you're like you're, you're like in a mall or you're driving around on a highway. Uh, it's hard for them to be as exciting as compelling as mm-hmm. as when you're in the middle of a space battle or when she's shooting lasers out of her hands. Right. Uh, so um, I, I buy where people think it gets slow uh, in in points two, and that's probably why it's not like. A, a top 95% movie. It's a top 75% movie for me. Okay. Uh, but uh, overall, I, I, I did really like this. Um, I think I want to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Uh, I would give it a 7.5, but I don't want to start parsing uh, decimals. Um, so I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. And um, I definitely recommend it. I, I think everybody needs to go <laughs> see this movie if you're a Marvel
1: fan. Absolutely. Um, Especially you're if like you're movie. if you're if you've seen Infinity War and you plan on watching Endgame, definitely watch it. Like Absolutely. there's there's no it's a missing piece. What, it. Yeah, it's a definitely the missing. It's gonna be the missing piece between the two films. They definitely bridge the two films together. Um, well, that we're assuming, <laughs> right? So, uh, because obviously the, she's the, gonna play a big role in in Endgame, right? So right, right,
0: right, And there's one more big thing that we kind of haven't mentioned yet. Oh. Um, awesome. Which was uh in this movie, we finally find out how Nick Fury loses right.
1: his mind. yes
0: and it's it's another thing that I've seen a lot of people complain about really um and um and it doesn't really bother me, yeah uh, no,
1: I thought that was great.
0: uh I didn't think it was great, honestly, yeah. I yeah. thought it was like I was like, what Um, uh, but but at the end of the day, I was like, do I care really how Nick Fury lost his eye? Like, is that important to me? Like, not really. Like, this Nick Fury really doesn't feel like a Nick Fury from the comics to me ever. Okay, because he's always kind of been an older guy, and he's never like Nick Fury from the comics was a badass, almost like the Punisher, like like he's a super soldier almost, and um, he's like he should be like an action hero, and this guy is just like a an administrator more than an action hero, right? right? Um, so it didn't bother me at all. It was cute. It was fine. Yeah. Um, the cat, the cat scratched his eye out and, yes. uh, you know, that's how Nick Fury got the eye patch.
1: Um, but the funny part is, um, when he's like, oh, I'll be okay. And then, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's like, no, he won't. I, <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I thought, I don't know. I maybe, thought that was good.
0: Maybe, maybe that's the joke is that because it's not a real cat, because yeah. it's, a, it, it's, it's an alien, alien cat, cat,
1: right? So.
0: That's why. That's why Ben Mendelsohn knew the scratch was going to <laughs>
1: be worse like, than that, he was.
0: Like, like, yeah, destroy his eye, not just be, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. I had no problem with it. I see a lot of people upset about it, and I guess I understand it if you're really invested in. <laughs> in Nick Fury as a character, like it, like it still bugs me the way they gave Solo his name in Solo. Yeah. That
1: part was stupid.
0: So, (laughs) so I, I I understand, I understand those people. I'm not going to give them shade. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm more connected with the, with the Star Wars universe than I am with the Marvel universe. Um, straight up. So, um, for me, like that example, I'm just like, yeah, that was stupid. Like even when I was watching the film, I, I, it was, it was, um, a poem, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, face palm. <laughs> yeah, uh, moment for me. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, sorry. I interrupted.
0: No, no. Um, you know what? That, that I'm pretty much done. Um, yeah, okay. I, Captain Marvel, I, I, I think everybody should go see it. I, I think it's, um, you know, we already said this, uh, crucial link between, between infinity war and end game. Yeah, and, yeah. and, um, especially now that this movie is doing so well. Um, it's it's pretty clear that captain marvel is going to become the main the main hero the leader of the avengers going forward. Yeah. So uh get in there and don't miss this uh this movie.
1: Yeah, no I agree. Okay, so um we were talking about doing the uh the Game of Thrones trailer okay reaction. so sure
0: that's that's right so so last weekend right after we finished recording our last sh- last week's show uh, game of thrones went and surprised us with a with a full trailer for season eight the final season of game of thrones which i am very excited about okay i i am a massive game of thrones fan i'm a, I'm a fan of the books i'm a fan of the show i'm a, <laughs> major, I'm a major nerd for game of thrones mm-hmm. however my partner here kevin
1: <laughs> I got not through so much. the first season and part of the second season. And as I was telling Jer, I'm sorry, but it, I just kind of gave up. It wasn't my cup of tea. I'm not saying it was bad, right? It wasn't bad at all. I, I actually enjoyed what I watched. It's just, it didn't, it didn't grip me. It didn't. Okay. Yeah. It just didn't say, Hey, Kev, watch the rest of me. Okay. So I kind of so- gave up. Um, But as promised, I will watch season 8 just so I can give right. my complete unbiased opinion when uh when they come out because Jer wants to be hardcore and uh completely uh dissect these episodes. So
0: For sure, for sure. No, I <laughs> I'm sorry my friend, but for season but but season 8 of Game of Thrones is uh, to me the most important, most like epic, historic season of television ever made
1: even bigger than when uh jr got shot
0: absolutely absolutely
1: absolutely.
0: (laughs) um so uh, it is going to be very important to me. We are going to do weekly, a weekly deep dive reviews of every episode of oh, Game cool. of Thrones. There's, o- there's only six, yeah. um, so oh, for okay. those six for those six weeks, we are going to be seriously nerding out on Game of Thrones. I am going to be forcing you to watch the show and give <laughs> me your reaction because no, I think it's going to be actually good. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be good to get the reaction of somebody who's not a deep hardcore fan okay, because sure. because you can tell me what you thought of things and I can use those those as opportunities to uh, explain things uh, to someone who doesn't have the, the, the level of knowledge that I have. So go. it'll be good. It'll be good for the show. It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting conversation. Uh, each week I'll be watching it from my perspective. You'll be watching it from yours and we'll, we'll discuss. Um, uh, I'm game. I've also, um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do this alone. Uh, as far as you know, from my Game of Thrones knowledge perspective, so I am inviting a few guests on yeah. uh, who are also Game of Thrones fans, um, and we'll be talking about that later on. But um, so I will have the, uh, the occasional Game of Thrones nerd guest on to talk about the episodes with us and to talk about predictions before the season starts, and to talk about and to talk about reactions after the season ends. Yeah. But right, right now, what we're going to do is. Uh, Kevin has agreed. He's gonna. He hasn't watched the the, the trailer for for season eight yet. Nope. He's gonna. He's gonna watch it right now and give us his live reaction. We're gonna listen to him watching the trailer and reacting live to the new trailer for Game of Thrones season eight right now.
1: All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, I recognize this one. Sorry, she was in the, uh, the death. first season.
0: She said every season. He's okay. She's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one.
1: On April 14th. Everything you did brought you where you are now. Where you belong.
0: Mm-hmm. That's Brad. Oh.
1: Khaleesi, I remember Khaleesi, and her dragon, dragons, I guess. They're coming. Our enemy doesn't tie, doesn't stop.
0: That's John Stone. Okay.
1: But well, he died, but, okay. He came back. Uh Are all cold rain, unlike Peter Dinklage <laughs> So they're fighting the dead, yes. Okay, the final season, April 14th. Okay, all right, cool. Um, yeah looks uh visually visually it looks it looks it looks great but um uh-huh. yeah i i like i said i watched the first kind of couple of uh seasons and um i do recognize a couple of characters in there uh-huh. <laughs> right like, not a couple of seasons but first season in a bit and uh-huh. um yeah no it, it looks all right um i okay. like i said i'm really watching this just just for the sake of the show <laughs> So, um okay. But yeah, it's okay. Again, it's not, you want to really... watch
0: it again with me and I, I'll, and I'll do a narration. We'll, we'll watch it again together and I'll do a narration. I'll explain <laughs> every. I'll explain every scene in the trilogy. Are you ready? Okay.
1: Um, okay. I have to pull it back up though.
0: Yeah. Pull it back up and then we'll hit play at the same time. I've got it ready to put, put on my screen.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh... And
0: then we'll go one, two, three, we'll hit play and then I'll tell you everything in the trailer.
1: Okay. So, uh, I have the actual HBO one here.
0: Me too. Me too. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. Let me let me know when you're ready. Right.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go three, two, one, and then after on one or after one.
1: Uh, right, is it three, right two, on.
0: one play three. or three, two play? Uh,
1: three, two, one play.
0: Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, play. play. That's Arya. She's looking all scared. Yep. Her face is dirty. Yep. Close up. She's breathing heavy. She's running through a, a, a castle, oh being chased yes. by somebody. Now they're showing, they're showing the battlements on top of Winterfell. So many faces. Now they're showing people hiding in the crypts of Winterfell. Okay. Arya says, "I know death." She has many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. Arya is a badass assassin, and her showdown with the Night King or the walk is or the undead the badass. Now. now they're showing Euron Greyjoy ships with the Golden Company aboard traveling to King's Landing. Now they're showing Bran Stark in Winterfell. Now they're showing oh. Cersei at King's Landing. Now they're showing uh,
1: Khaleesi.
0: Khaleesi's uh, army of the Unsullied showing up at Winterfell and the dragons flying over Winterfell and that Sansa can... start reacting and looking very worried.
1: Our enemy doesn't
0: tie. Now they're showing Khaleesi and Jon Snow in the crypts of Winterfell having an emotional conversation doesn't probably happen. about the fact that she's his aunt and they're banging. Now they're showing <laughs> Grey Worm and Sandy saying goodbye, kissing. Now they're showing uh, Cersei Lannister drinking pop. Is she still pregnant? Why is she drinking wine? What's happening there? Now we're seeing the dragons <laughs> fly over like the wintry landscape around them. Now we're <laughs> seeing our heroes lining up in battle against it's and again. We're seeing Jon Snow racing into the battle. We're seeing the dragons getting ready to ride them. Mm-hmm. Now we see the Unsullied lined up. We see Brienne of We see Jorah standing at the head of the army and then the dead arrive dead arrive <laughs> oh, kev there's a lot going on there but uh <laughs>
1: it's all good yeah like uh, i said man it's, uh, it's- uh,
0: Basically, what we're seeing there is probably scenes from the first three episodes of Game of Thrones. Okay. What, what's ha- what's happening here in Game of Thrones right now is the dead. The dead are all marching. They've they've gotten south of the Wall. They they have stolen one of Daenerys's three dragons and they've made it an undead ice dragon. They've used it to to blast a hole through the Wall and they are now marching on Westeros. <laughs> That's
1: first, a lot to take the, in. <laughs>
0: the, the first the first major battle of the living against the dead is going to be at Winterfell. Okay. Uh, And it's probably going to happen in episode three. And what we just saw there was the first three episodes. First, we saw Jon Snow and Daenerys who have just um, uh, formed an alliance. Jon Snow went the need to Daenerys, and they've also formed a romantic relationship. And uh, we think it's very likely that Daenerys is going to be pregnant with Jon Snow's child. Uh, This is all a big deal because soon Jon Snow is going to find out that Daenerys is actually his aunt. Uh, And... um... And we don't know how the characters are all going to react to that situation. Uh, we don't know how the Northerners are going to react to Jon Snow bending the knee to Daenerys. We know the, we know the Northern people do not trust the Targaryens and probably never will. Uh, but will they uh, overlook their mistrust and, and be able to unite against their common enemy, which is the dead? And the dead aren't going to stop and wait for them to sort up of their political differences. Okay. Uh, there's a lot going on here.
1: So, okay, question for you. Uh, yeah, I heard Jon Snow died. So, how does Jon Snow come back? Did he fake his own death?
0: No, Jon Snow uh, legitimately died. There's a lot of people dying and coming back to life in Game of Thrones. Okay, uh, it's 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 a pretty common thing in Game of Thrones for people to die and come back to life. Uh, it's just uncommon in how it happens because there seem to be like many different kinds of magic, all based on uh, the different gods in the game of thrones world. Okay. Each, each God kind of represents, uh, a different area of magic and each area of magic seems to have its own ways of resurrecting people from the dead. Um, so, uh, John kind of represents uh, the old gods. It's kind of an earth based magic. Um, but he also is Targaryen. So he's got the fire based magic, but he's brought, he's brought back by the fire God, the red God, uh, Melisandra, the, the red woman uh, performs a ritual on him and uh, brings him back to life which we assume it's the red god who, who, who does so, gives her the power to do that um, uh, other people have been brought, to, brought back to life by the red god by the same, in the same way, including Beric Dondarrion uh, and in the novel, uh, also uh, Catelyn Stark, Ned Stark's wife, is brought back from the dead uh, by the red god um, so, so in the book, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty normal that Jon Snow is brought back from the dead. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, the intu- the intimation is that it's because he has a destiny that he's got to go fight the Night King and and defeat the dead.
1: Okay. All right. Very interesting. <laughs> <Huh>? uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
0: another interesting detail is in the book. Uh, John's still dead in the in the because the TV show has passed the book right uh, so far that uh, uh, the book just stopped where Jon Snow was killed so okay. everything that everything happened after that point in the TV show uh, we don't even know if any of that's happening in the book or how Jon Snow will be brought back to life in the book or if at all
1: okay interesting so okay so the dude that wrote the book he's writing the show no.
0: No, he's not writing the show. Oh, okay. I thought he did. Okay. No, he collaborated with them and he told them uh, the major points of how he plans to end everything. Um, And then he said, okay, good luck. (laughs) Uh, He's he's a fan of the show. He likes what they've done. Uh, But for the last, I believe, two seasons, I think it's maybe even back as far as season five, but definitely season six and seven, Mm. uh, they've been past the books and on their own. Okay, and a, a lot of book fans have been very critical of that. Uh, there's actually c- kind of two camps in Game of Thrones, uh, at, as far as people who think that after the show passed the books, it got better, or after the show passed the books, it got worse. Right. Uh, it's a very, it's pretty divided. Fair enough. And uh, for me, I'm kind of half and half. There are kind of ways that I like the show better now, and there are kind of ways that I. I kind of think they've made bad choices that I don't think Martin's going to take in the book, but we'll see.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough.
0: Anyways, I hope your hype level is increased (laughs) a little bit for game of Thrones. I hope you're looking forward to watching the season of game of Thrones with me and, uh, and listening to me dissect every episode. And, uh, I hope you'll have some, uh,
1: It will be interesting, uh, let me say. It will be interesting. (laughs) So April, sorry, um, April 16th or April 13th?
0: April April 14th. 14th,
1: sorry. Okay, April 14th. Mark it
0: on your calendar. Um, We'll probably have to switch our schedule, because right now we record on Sunday nights, but it's going to be too late for us to do it after Game of Thrones. Um, So we'll maybe talk about switching to recording on Monday nights, just so that we can... Get those out as soon as possible after the shows air.
1: Okay. And what time does it usually air?
0: Uh I believe it's nine PM.
1: Nine? Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, and, um, they're be,
0: and and another thing about this season is they're all gonna be extra long episodes. They're gonna be over an hour long. They're all gonna be quote unquote feature length, which which means they'll be anywhere between like seventy minutes to like ninety minutes long.
1: Interesting. Okay. Um so either I'll watch it uh Sunday nights if I get a chance, or I'll probably just watch it when I get home from work on uh on Monday, um after five. So we sure. can and uh
0: hopefully we can record Monday nights and then post yeah, you know, as soon as possible.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. So uh <laughs> so, on that note, is there anything else that uh that we were uh, supposed to talk other
0: about? Other stuff happened in the news this week. Um, you know, the Brightburn second trailer came out. Right. We haven't talked about Bright yes. Brightburn at all yet. Yeah uh I guess we won't we won't play this trailer. Uh but No, we can just talk but, about it. But Brightburn is an interesting movie. Um it's coming out uh, pretty soon. I don't have the release date in front of me. I should look that up. Um but uh it's directed by it's written and directed by James Gunn. It's, it's coming not out not directed
1: by Pictures. James Gunn though, I don't believe. Um, I believe it's just uh I believe it's produced if okay. I remember correctly. Yeah, it's not I don't okay. believe it's uh directed by him. I should stop myself from before I say anything else that's incorrect. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. But
0: I'm... James Gunn is behind this project anyway. It's yeah. uh Passion project of his. And it's a fascinating movie. It's a thriller. It's a horror movie. But it is based on the origin story of Superman. Yes. It is beat for beat the origin story of Superman. There's a, there's a couple who live on a farm and... An asteroid crashes near their house, and mm-hmm. they can't have they can't have a kid. And they go out to this crash site, and they find a baby in the crash site, and they bring it home and raise it as their own. The baby has superpowers, the exact superpowers <laughs> of Paul L. Yeah, and um,
1: David Yarovesky is who's directing it. Yes, David and it's written Yarovesky. by Brian and Mark uh, Mark Gunn.
0: Okay. And James Gunn is the producer.
1: Yeah. So uh, he directed, I'm just looking up the stuff that he's done. Um, It looks like this is his first real feature uh, by the looks of it. He did that. uh, I don't know if you saw that video short with um, um, Hasselhoff. It's like a song, whatever. Um, He did that um he did like a corn video he's done some tv some short videos but does this this looks like his first feature i see but he looks like he's like um he's been uh he was like uh it says miscellaneous crew for uh the belco experiment which was also produced by james gunn Uh so but yeah uh well um yeah produced i guess it's produced by james gunn so
0: I recommend that people watch this trailer. This, yes. this for me, this for me was the first time that a horror movie trailer creeped me out in like probably decades. Like I don't, I don't get creeped out by mm. movies at all. I
1: found-
0: um, but there was something about watching what is clearly a young call L, like a young Superboy, yeah. uh doing like sadistic evil things. Yeah. It, it did something to me. Like it, it, it was. It felt wrong to me. I had like a visceral, visceral gut reaction to this. What about you?
1: Um, when I first watched it, okay, so the first time I saw it, I literally had to watch it again because I was like, "This is not a DC film. What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and for the whole, the whole time I was the whole duration of watching this this trailer, I was expecting like the DC logo to pop up, uh, kind of like a. Um, <clears throat> kind of like the dark universe i guess what they were going to do with uh the mummy and all that shit right um i was expecting this to be like the first dark universe dc film or something you know what i mean but it just never came and i was like i was kind of discombobulated like what the hell's going on (laughs) but yeah no i absolutely love this trailer i thought it was great um yeah, watching
0: watching Elizabeth Banks who plays his mother yeah. um and and trying to control him when he turns when he turn when he's obviously turned evil and his reign of destruction has begun is fully, fully going on mm-hmm. in this trailer you see her pleading with him i know you're good i know you want to do good and and him like going nuts and like hurting people right in front of her and I don't know, man. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's because I'm a new dad and I'm I like I'm having a reaction about like watching children and their mothers together. Maybe, maybe that's it for me. But right. like it was, it was really like, oh my god, like gripping to me. Like, um, I, I honestly I haven't had a reaction like this to a, a like a horror movie trailer in a long, long time. Right. I maybe maybe never. I I don't know. But and I. And it's interesting to me. You just reminded me that I actually have a conspiracy theory about this. You know yes. what, Kevin? We we should probably say that this is officially our last topic of the show tonight and wrap up after this because I'm going to talk a while now <laughs> that I remember my conspiracy theory. Um, because yeah, I like like why isn't this a DC movie? How do they get away? Because they keep saying. It's like a what-if take on a superhero origin story, but it is not a superhero Mm -hmm. origin story. It is Superman's origin story, clearly. There is no equivocation. He even wears a red cape. It is Superman's origin story. The only way – like, I had a weird thought, like, maybe – we'll find out that this is some long play for Sony starting a DC villains universe like they do with the DC Marvel yeah. like the Spider the Spider-Man villains now right. like, maybe maybe we're going to find out they're doing that with DC as well and this is going to be turn out to be Bizarro Superman and it, it is some future movie we're going to see Henry Cavill fight this kid yeah. like that that oh my god would be exciting if that was the case I don't think it is the case but I do kind of think that maybe DC had to give James Gunn permission to get away with this like i don't as a superman fan i don't understand how they could just get away with this it's so clearly superman yeah like how how can you just lift a story like that and i and i and i i have a conspiracy theory now and mm-hmm. uh, now now that james gunn is is signed up to direct suicide squad 2 mm-hmm I kind of wonder if there was some conversation behind the scenes like James Gunn was like, I really want to do this, this passionate project idea of mine uh, where I subvert Superman's origin story. And DC was like, well, you know, maybe we'll let you do that if you will come rescue this franchise and write and direct our next Suicide Squad film. Mm -hmm. And Maybe the fact that he just got fired from Marvel for some bullshit reason and Complete he didn't have and, and he didn't and he didn't <laughs> have another another big ticket project yeah. like on, on his schedule, maybe that was a perfect uh, aligning of the stars for him. And maybe that's the only reason Brightburn was allowed to be made. Maybe maybe if maybe if James Gunn was not doing Suicide Squad Two, DC wouldn't allow Brightburn to be made. Or maybe Maybe my crazier conspiracy theory is true, and maybe this is the beginning of Sony Films doing a like a really badass villain film for DC. I, I wish, I doubt that very much. But right. um, you know, if we ever see Tom Holland Spider-Man fighting um, uh, Tom Harvey's uh, Venom, Venom? Yeah. then it wouldn't be the craziest thing to think that we could see. Henry Cavill, Superman, fighting this kid from Brightburn. It's Sony Pictures, but um,
1: I feel like the uh, Spider-Man versus Venom is a little bit more conceivable though, just because um, it's,
0: yeah, it's already out in the open, yeah. That's a,
1: yeah. right. <laughs> so, um, I, speaking of which, like I'm not trying to veer off topic, but I'm really surprised they didn't do a little cameo with uh, with um, what's his face, Tom Holland, in Venom. I was actually surprised about that. Uh, I thought it was going to happen for sure. But anyways
0: yeah uh, i i'm sure if sony could have had that they would have had that mm-hmm. I, i'm sure i'm sure it was probably marvel that that stopped that from
1: happening Yeah, probably more than likely
0: because uh, uh, like obviously right every yeah. single every single fan is looking for that yeah it's, that's just a move that would be like yeah clearly you got to do that if you can mm-hmm. do that so, so yeah i think the fact that they didn't mean that means they can't fair enough Oh, um. Okay. So that's Brightburn. Anyway, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, like, I, I think it's really going to twist me up inside a little bit. It's weird. Like, I almost feel like, like, is Superman my my religion? Like, am I like, is this like what like like religious people feel like if they see a movie where like. Somebody subverts the story of like Jesus, like it, it, because I feel like
1: I Fashion feel like of the physical, Christ. That's I feel like like a, like a
0: physical gut thing.
1: This is how like, um how Christians felt when they watched Passion of the Christ.
0: I almost <laughs> wonder. I almost wonder because I feel like oh my god! I feel like that's wrong, and I never like if you know me, like I don't like you can't shock me like, like i but but this for some reason bright burn shocks me so right. i'm really looking forward to this movie Dude. and and seeing what comes of it um and it looks like it's a great movie like so far yeah uh, um if you take away all of this superman stuff that i'm talking about it looks like it's a really really creepy cool horror movie yes. uh, so i'm looking forward to that
1: yeah same here same here
0: so. um you know what uh so uh, I said that was going to be the last topic, but let me just get like really quick. There were two other new, news items this week I wanted to talk about. but uh, Idris Elba? Really, uh, Idris Elba is in as Deadshot. Will Smith is out as Deadshot. Yeah. Um, thank God. Will Smith as Deadshot was the biggest mistake.
1: Yeah. Biggest
0: mistake. Deadshot, w- Will Smith, no. Uh, okay. It doesn't fit, doesn't fit. You just wanted to put Will Smith in your movie to try to make more money. It was a mistake. Yeah. Um, Idris Elba's got that gravitas that you need for Deadshot. Um, And Arrow canceled. I don't care. I really don't care. Um, (laughs) I don't don't think you do either, do you?
1: No, I, I never watched it. Uh, yeah. I did I did start Gotham uh when it comes to DC like television I did start Gotham and I really enjoyed it. I it's love Gotham. Yeah, I it's love. just um I don't know I
0: love I love the Flash too and I like the Supergirl show. Okay. I think the C the, the CW DC universe is great. Yeah. And I know the Arrow is important because it started the the CD the CW DC universe but to me Arrow was always shit. Right. Uh it's to me the CW universe started with the Flash not Arrow. Um I, I yeah, I don't know. I could go on and on about how I hate Arrow, but I yeah. don't want to make Arrow fans mad. If you like Arrow, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't oh, mean good. to like I don't mean to like insult you. Uh just for me, just I was never a fan of Arrow. I'm not gonna miss it.
1: Just one more quick thing I wanted to bring up before uh before we uh, bounce out of here. Um Shazam. Yeah.
0: So the Shazam
1: uh was um was played for um I guess test audience. Oh really? Okay. I'm not sure if it was a test audience or, or... Or if it was anyways, it was anyways. Like early was, previews. Yeah, early out, previews, yeah. whatever. But anyways, it was uh well received. Um okay, cool. people were going as far as saying it's the best DC film yet. So Good. I'm excited because uh from right from the get-go, I said uh I'm on board for this film. Yep. Um when I first heard they were doing it, I kinda laughed kinda laughed, like really Shazam? But anyways, uh but when I saw the first trailer, I was like, yo, that looks like a lot of fun. I'm yep. I'm into this. Yeah so, I'm all for it. yeah so um i'm glad to hear that it's uh it's getting good reviews so i'm definitely looking forward to checking out this film
0: cool me too yeah me too um shazam more indication that dc films has found itself on the right track finally yes yeah, and uh yeah um it's it's all looking good for dc films and shazam is the next step in
1: that yeah so uh just one last question that's the end what's that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, Janet. I guess that is the, uh, <laughs> unless you have it, unless you have anything you want to talk about tonight, uh, Ke- I'm, uh, I'm... Janet, Janet or Kevin.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, uh. I'm good. Um
0: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know we're to, like next week I guess we're probably going to start getting into Game of Thrones then. Uh and maybe maybe I'll even have our, my first guest on. Um I'm going to have my friend Sarah Peterman on who's a uh from cosplay Toronto. Okay. She's uh she's pretty famous around here for her fantastic Sansa Stark cosplay uh, among many others. She's a she's a she's a pretty formidable cosplayer. And she's got a lot of great uh lot of great uh, Outfits that, she's, that she makes herself. Okay. Um, and she's also, like I said, a member of the Cosplay Toronto organization who do a lot of great uh, local events and do a, are very active in the cosplay community. Uh, uh, and also, obviously, a big fan of Game of Thrones. So I want to have her on soon, maybe next weekend, um, uh, to talk about predictions for season eight of Game of Thrones. And also, when she's on, we'll talk about cosplay and, and, and uh, see if we have any, get any good juicy uh, stories out of her uh, about that.
1: Yeah, sounds good, man. Sounds good. I'm, cool. all, I'm game. So, all right, brother. All right, man. So my name is Kevin Evans.
0: And I'm Jeremy Duff.
1: And that was Too Old for This. Too podcast. Old for
0: This podcast. We out. Good night.